comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined tonight as usual by Pierce. Hey guys. And Kevin is back. Hey Kevin. Hello. And because we've talked about him so much, so much over number a number of shows, uh, one of the only people that I know has listened to actually like every episode that's been released anyway. Every uh, episode. Cheney. Hi Cheney, how's it going? Hi everybody. Cheney from Ohio, we should say. Uh, Cheney from Nasty Natty. Is that a place? Cincinnati. That's what you call Cincinnati, Cincinnati when yeah. you live uh, there. Okay. And, and can we point out Cheney's new wife? My new wife is also here. She said she didn't want to talk. Say hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and that'll be most. We'll just of call her my, my new wife, <laughs> as opposed to the old wife who couldn't even make it. So. Right. Um, so today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk some tech, which we don't normally do on the show. In nope. fact, I don't think we've ever really done it. Nope. No. And uh, Kevin will continue to play Pokemon, and I'll be on my phone. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a mostly Cheney Bye, Jordan <laughs> episode, where occasionally Pierce and Kevin will shout something about Pokemon because that's what they do. Yeah. So. Cheney, you work in web development. you want to talk about that a little bit just to set us up? Yeah, so uh, I have watched every episode, so I said, hey. You watched all the episodes? Yes, watched them. How was that? Watched them. The video was kind of bad. It looked just like my background on my phone. I'd imagine so. It was weird. (laughs) Pierce's head is just a YouTube app. (laughs) Which might make the world more interesting if Pierce's head was a YouTuber. You'd be like, we can say better. Oh, you haven't read Saga, but it'd be kind of like Prince Robot 4 from Saga. Sure. I- I'm going to introduce Robot you to this book. 4. It's amazing. Right. But back on track. You can just track. tap Pierce's head and <laughs> yell cats, and you just see... And suddenly planter sizing is a thing cats. on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you work in app development. Yes, so I work in uh, app development for... I'm just on contract, so I work for uh, random companies. I don't make games... Because that is... I is mean, that the number one question you get? Like, Yes, everyone's games. like, oh, do you make Angry Birds? You make fart apps? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, because, uh, I mean, those things have, like, long-term payouts, and it's super risky. It's a lot easier. Yeah. The thing is, uh, app developers get paid a good amount to just work for a company, make something really boring, and... <laughs> release it on Android and iPhone and only have, like, 10,000 downloads, maybe. So I do mostly Android app development, but I also know how to do iPhone app development and uh, Windows. Okay. Although I've never published a Windows app. I don't but think let's anyone be honest. Has, so. <laughs> That's about par for the course. Actually, Nobody Microsoft, um, a little bit ago, probably about six months ago, was offering $10,000 per app. Nice. So all you had to do was take like an app that's on Android or iOS and port it and port it over to that, which is super port easy. Port all the flashlights because they're that's exactly what I thought of immediately. <laughs> someone, but I'm sure someone sprinted to that, made a flashlight <laughs> app, and made the ten grand. Actually, Microsoft was probably like, uh, I think we'll just make our own flashlight app. But thank you. <laughs> um, you so have to now be connected they actually to the, internet the entire time, but it'll still light up. The yeah. <laughs> It records all of your motion. Once every 24 hours has to connect to the internet and make sure that you still know what a flashlight is. <laughs> we should point out, just as because when we record that, it, that stuff's already been taken back That's about the true. Xbox One. Because we, we almost recorded you know some behind-the-scenes stuff here. We almost recorded an Xbox One PS4 episode after the hardware and, and software reveals at E3. And my argument was, let's hold off, because a lot of this stuff is going to change. And I'm so glad we did, because right. that episode wouldn't be out yet as of when this one is being recorded. So all that stuff is already out of date, and I'm very happy we've held off on that discussion. I'm sure it'll come up on this podcast feed eventually, uh, once we have even more information, because I'm sure even as much as things have changed already, they will change more in the future, um, to some extent, uh, here or there. So, right. Which is interesting, because the company I work for, actually, besides me and one other guy, no one does application development, and um, the rest of the people just do Microsoft support things, so for enterprise solutions, like we do SharePoint, which you guys Don't probably haven't even ever heard of. It's like Microsoft's version of, I don't even know what. I think it's Microsoft's version of like, oh man, I I don't want to guess because someone who listens to podcasts is going to get super angry that I work 
right yeah, next but to then, three SharePoint developers. But then I, I no get idea a really funny. Well, he gets a really funny email that he forwards onto me that I get to laugh at because someone's really upset that we didn't know okay. what SharePoint is. So yeah, it's ahead. probably. Uh, I thought I read something, and it reminded me of like how RSS technology works. It doesn't really function the same way. Okay, that tells uh, me nothing. But okay. Oh, something. So can it like, is it like auto AirPlay? updates things? Mm, okay. Well, let's just. It's not. For, it's not user to user. It's not PvP. No, no. It's not user to user. It's for like PvP. Uh, yeah, you. I'm like, wait it's not a PvP. second. Uh, PTP. Yeah. Peer to peer. Yeah. Alcohol. They fight each other for the files. Fight each other. Alcohol makes technological fun. I actually wrote in in my undergrad. I wrote a peer to peer file transfer, and we always thought that it would be so funny to write graphics for it as well. Like as the file is transferring, you literally get to play like a mini game. We never ended up adding that because dude, that would make torrenting the best thing in the world. And what if it made your torrenting faster or slower, depending on how you were doing? You're like losing. I'm so bad at torrenting. And if you lose all your lives, you get banned from that torrent. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets really good at Pac-Man really quickly. I hate Pac-Man so much. I know. Pac-Man's so frustrating. Uh, but so, one of the reasons, well, this is not the reason we had you over, but when we were coming up with, well, what can we talk with Cheney about? Because he right. wanted to be on the show and we wanted to have you. We were talking about the app development, and I was really excited about the announcement of iOS 7. Right, because which uh, you haven't have access to because uh, of your specialties. Because she's all elitist and stuff like that. <laughs> because yeah, I am a a developer, I actually downloaded the beta onto my iPhone. I don't regularly use an iPhone uh, because I'm an Android developer. Right. So, um, yeah. but makes sense. But I do have an iPhone just for uh, testing purposes, since I do have to know that. And I guess for disclosure purposes on, for this show, I should say I have an uh, iPhone. I, we're actually recording on the iPhone. Uh, Kevin, you have an iPhone? Yes, I do. And Pierce, you have an Android. Yeah, I also have an iPad, so I don't know. You do it, yes, yeah. And my um, new wife has and I used to have an, an Android. Android, and we also have an iPad. Okay, and I used to have an Android, so we're kind of a good mix all around, except for Kevin. Yeah, and nobody a, has Windows You've, you've got a, a DS. Yeah, yeah he's holding my DS, yes. Yeah. Windows Phone is actually very smooth. Like, everything about Windows Phone... Is really great. Except that it's Windows. If they wouldn't, if they would have released it, it's they're just way too far behind. If they would have released it like two years earlier, people would have been ecstatic. And I mean, obviously, if they would have released it like four years earlier, they would have beat everyone in. And a hundred years ago, people would have thought it was a ghost. A hundred years ago, it would have been unapplicable because they they're not a hardware company. Yeah. Um, like they literally sold Windows. <laughs> when were the Salem witch trials? I feel like <laughs> those guys were like app developers. <laughs> That's what happened. The guys really like, no, I swear, time. if you just build the hardware for this, it'll work. <laughs> You're gonna need electricity. That's gonna be another uh, discussion. And some about 3G. I don't know what it is yet, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> so Cheney brought over uh, an older, uh, very shattered and sharp iPhone with uh, iOS 7 built in yes. on it, so we could check it out. An iPhone 4. And we're not oh, going to no, wait. And legally, hold on, hold on. can we talk about this legally? Like, there's no NDA or anything. Yeah, and I agree. Technically, with have an NDA over anything that I heard from private broadcasts from WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer <laughs> Conference. I get access to all of their videos because I'm a developer, and that has NDA, but. The actual system doesn't. Right, I mean, it was as brought, you could as, download it from iTunes. You know, it was very right. As long as we are talking about just the user interface, and I don't go that far into uh, development, the right? Yeah. Then, which we wouldn't understand anyway. So then I, yeah. I, I think we're all <laughs> and and for anyone who's listening, is like, oh, screw Apple. Well, we're not just going to talk about Apple. We're going to talk Apple, Android, app development in general. Right. Uh, but this and is how just how they're becoming the same thing, pretty much. But yeah, <laughs> that was just something that hey, I was like, hey, I really want to see and, and test out yeah. iOS seven because seventy five percent of the stuff they announced is like that's awesome I love that and the other 25% I was like I'm not sure if I like that or hate that I kind of need to test it myself to be sure so the things that I'll say right away I actually took some notes and then forgot my piece of paper but whatever so the things I'm going to say... Notes. Wow, someone's actually prepared for this podcast. Yeah, so that's the things first. I'm going to say right away is just uh, drunk. The, most, <laughs> <laughs> the most appropriate comment I've heard is that iOS 7 looks like Someone took an ice cream sandwich dump over <laughs> iOS 6. Which, for those of you who yeah, don't know, isn't, if you're yeah. there and you're on a, uh, a functional phone, which is what non-smartphones are called now, dump phone? that ice cream sandwich is the current version of Android. 
So it looks very similar to Android. It's very flat, very plastic and cheap looking. And I, I, I say that... <laughs> wow! I, I don't, Could you be more condescending? I, well, that's the thing. Honest. I know it sounds negative. I don't really mean it that. It's just an aesthetic yes. choice. Yes. And, it's, and the functionality is the exact same, pretty much. I'm just saying that it looks very flat and very plastic. Well, and it's sharp versus smooth. I mean, Apple's always had the very smooth, you know... Well, and that's what's fairly smooth. Shiny. Not always. Okay. Okay. Not, oh, so this is what? what's happened. If Since we walk through, form. if we walk through technology, technology at the beginning you couldn't make things smooth right. because yeah. you just didn't have the system resources. So part of what your CPU and your RAM does on your computer is that can control the elements that you're always seeing. Like that's what it takes care of. You couldn't have that before because you, well, I mean, you had no RAM, little to no RAM and your CPU wasn't powerful enough, and you didn't want to waste those system resources on making your buttons bubbly. It's a lot easier to say, line begins here, ends here. And then right. it is to say, goes here, it goes up a little bit, goes up this percent, goes up this percent, you know, etc. You know. Adding shadows, yeah. uh, making things jiggle when you swipe between That's, pages. I know, I totally understand, but that just sounds funny, making things jiggle when you swipe them. But anyway, Man, continue. When I swipe... Married. Things jiggle. Well, that's true. But, uh, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, to, to follow that to a logical conclusion, once you can do those things, then everybody, I wouldn't say abuses it, but it's like, hey, look, we can do this now, and it's going to be on everything. Right. And so that's what Apple did when the iPhone came out, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, this looks so great. Never seen anything like that. Because before. of that, and they were so ahead of everyone else that it was okay for them to do that, because no one realized that they were losing system resources <laughs> by doing that. But then Android comes out, and people are like, wow, Android feels a lot faster, and Apple's like, well, our specs are almost the same, but part of what it is is Android made a conscious choice to cut out in some of that. Now, some of you who have Android phones, you're thinking, man, I switched to iPhone because it's so much faster, my friend's iPhones are so much faster, and a lot of this is because Android, they let your, not just your um, cell phone provider, so AT&T, Verizon, etc., etc., put whatever they want on the phone. Right. But they also let Samsung, LG, whoever, put whatever they want on the phone. So it's sort of like when you buy a Windows PC for the first time. Correct. And there's already 147 icons right. throughout the system that you didn't install and don't have any idea what they are and will never use. Right. And for anyone who is buying a PC soon, you can always tell the place that you're buying a PC from that you want a clean install, and it will make them not install anything for you. However, be warned that you will have to install, like, your drivers that <laughs> yeah. will make, well, like, your it, it, graphics card. It is Windows, so that would be important. But it, but it is worth the time. So that will maybe take you 15 minutes, but your computer will be fast and stay much faster longer. And show video, print, things and, like that. Yeah, so. and actually do what you yes. want it to do. It'll not, do things other than light up the room with the screen. Not have, the, <laughs> right, not have the uh, Sony Flash widget that just comes Flash. out of the side and you're like, Wow, why is there this widget? Is this on Windows? No, Sony just put this right. on my computer. So there's a what, lot of people extra don't flaws. like widgets on their things. No, no, not ones that they didn't put there themselves. Remember how we were just talking about uh, abusing, being able to use system resources. Yep. See, because here's the thing: your system resources are used by everyone, and that is something else that I will get to right now. I guess. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I have nothing like, else. This is lecture time with Shady. And in a couple minutes, I if you'll refer to the next that. slide, yeah, and um, then and then bullet Kevin point three, the MST three K commentary on the <laughs> entire thing. So when you have widgets like that taking up your system resources, you have to realize that if I have a widget taking that up, when I launch Firefox or whatever your internet browser of choices, it could be Opera slower. Check. I use Opera or Firefox. I did use Chrome for a while, but now it's having memory leak issues on Windows. And, and they're selling was, all your information, so there's I was that. using Rockmount. I don't really for a care while. about that. I was using Rockmount for a while, but I was trying to think of an old one. What's the what's the old Netscape. One? older than Netscape? Yeah, I don't use it. Like pre graphical. <laughs> I want money UI. for mine. I don't know. There there are a few. I wish I had a pool. For I mean, me. Netscape is really old. Right. <laughs> Netscape's been around, but there there are ones that are older. Netscape right? like actually returns text, and Netscape? that's about it. Wait, Netscape hasn't been updated since. CDs? Yes, Netscape hasn't been updated since like 2002. I actually installed it the other day just for the the lulls. And Firefox was originally built on their basic code, right? Yes. Yeah, and Firefox has announced that their next iteration is going to prevent tracking from uh, companies that would track your data. 
So the government. Well, they're, they're going to do their best. There's always a way around. But anyway, to, oh. to not get off topic too much. You so were what saying. I was saying is that those widgets always have to keep in mind of things. So when you have Android versus iPhone, iPhone has been gotten a lot of flack for it can't really multitask. So although it's have, gotten, gotten mean, a lot could. better, I right? Mean, yeah, originally it couldn't at all. Originally yeah. it couldn't at all. And in the current one, iOS 6, so I'll talk about iOS 6 right now. Which, which is, is what we're which, recording on right now. Right. Yes, which is also a jailbreaker's nightmare, because having a jailbroken iPad, I, did, I skipped it entirely after what I was reading about what it, you know. Yes, I so five, it can actually. multitask yeah, well. a little bit, but basically what it does is it pseudo-multitasks. So when you open up an app on iPhone, your iPhone literally launches that app and it gives it probably 90 to 95% of your system resources, which is awesome for a developer because you can push that as hard as the system. So when you look at like what the processor is, which I don't actually know what processor is. I was about to say, like, when you're saying system resources, let's take iPhone 5. What are we looking at memory-wise? What are we looking at processor-wise? Do you have any idea on that one? As I said earlier, I am an Android developer. <laughs> come on, so I actually, kill me, Smudge. There are a me. lot of Android phones that I could just kind of like pull that out of my and you, you could figure it out. But I'm not sure. I love how you sure. didn't finish that sentence. But anyway, I can do it. Where does it come from? Yeah, pull where? Out of where? What? Pull it out of what? Uh, out a of, rabbit? Out, out of, of my new wife. Oh, and, <laughs> oh, you got hit for that one. <laughs> uh, but it was a good hit, everybody. So... Anyway, I'm not positive what the specs are, but I know that the iPhone specs are always about the same as whatever, like, top-tier Android is. Right, yeah. So when you're thinking top-tier, think the Galaxy Nexus series, think uh, whatever HTC has ads on TV for. <laughs> um, those are, like, your top-tier. So whenever you launch something in iPhone, it uses all that system resources, and I feel like part of the reason that in iOS 7, they're switching it to being able to really multitask. The great thing is that, like, they can do that now, and part of the way that they're being able to accomplish that is through scaling everything back and flattening all the UI elements. Right. That's where they're getting, Which like, doesn't change any of your extra. functionality in terms of the UI elements. It just changes a little bit how they look. And Which is pretty amazing that just changing how something look can, looks can make it actually run faster. Right. Can give you a speed. Whereas in Android, when you develop for Android, and this a lot comes into play when you're doing, like, image editing, which I wrote an app that does some uh, image editing, some edge detection, and then it uh, turns the image from black to white. But in order to turn something from black to white, you can't just take the whole thing and say, hey, I want this to go from black to white, because the image as a whole, when you do that, some spots might be brighter than others. So if you're trying to get the text of like a page, if I took a picture of a page, it might interpret it incorrectly and black out some of it. Because when you scan something, let's say we scan something in your traditional uh, scanner. Like a text document we're talking about? Right, a like a text document, a physical paper you put into the scanner at work. You put the lid down. When you put that lid down, the scanner is now controlling for light. You can't do that when you're taking a picture. So the way that you control for light is you actually separate your image into like, let's say, a hundred different squares. And you take the averages of the light in there to see whether each pixel should flip from black to white, or from whatever it is, to black or to white. Gotcha. So that's like a fairly complicated function, and if you do that on a large image, which the iPhone, one of another thing that a lot of people have said bad about it, is that it hasn't really upgraded its camera as much as some other phones. The iPhone has like a 5 or 6 megapixel camera, mm-hmm. and my Galaxy S3 has a 10 megapixel camera. So That's a big gap. Right. So when I take a picture on my Galaxy S3, if I as a programmer say, hey, just take this picture and just flip it to black and white, just do that, and it has all these things running in the background that are also stealing my system resources... It might actually work sometimes if that's the only app running, but then other times crash if I have a bunch of other things. Not and to mention between you know how many different Android phones are on the market running, how right. many different versions of the OS. Right. You have to program for, what, possibly 200 or more different permutations? Yes, and, and most people aren't running a Qualcomm Snapdragon, I think is what's in my phone, which is a very nice processor. Right. 
Um, like that commercial alone. where there's a big dragon that gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it makes a little fireworks heart. Is that a commercial? Yes. 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 Is that for it's a pretty, phone? It's pretty irrelevant, but it's a Snapdragon commercial. Yes, it is a Snapdragon. Yeah. They have commercials? Yeah, I yeah. was confused about it too. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, because it says are, nothing about it, processing Isn't their power. market like talking to Apple yeah. and like Samsung? Yeah. Why are they marketing well, it's to It's really us? a market for the phone, I guess, but... It's really... market so that you call up like... Samsung and say, I want the one with that dragon thing. I want the dragon. They're like, oh, I want a pet dragon. Crap, we don't have a dragon? dragon one. So then they have to call up Snapdragon. I mean, it'd be more like you call up Nokia and they're like, those aren't bulletproof, so we can't put those in our phone. We haven't made phones in 17 years. But, uh, okay, so completely uh, different track question if I can ask you this real quick. Go ahead. Um, talking about Apple, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you're a nerd. Or you're a female that is forced to listen to this by nerd. So, um, so, so Renee. Yeah, so Renee. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, she said something, yeah. But anyway, um, it, so I'm assuming that the majority of people that listen to this podcast have some experience with what coding is and, you know, um, have, you haven't done any coding in your life? I, I rem- the one time I've had to do anything remotely resembling coding was when trying to get uh, Halo CE to run on my PC, and it was like so many other so things, just not going to work, so I had to <laughs> hand-type, like I couldn't even copy and paste, hand-type about 50, 60 lines of quote-unquote code uh, into the command prompt to get it to not not run. So that was the closest thing I have any experience to coding with. Okay. Yeah, I once wrote... Excel logic gates. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I took intro to computers. We did some. Uh, we we made it an <laughs> so access develop. Uh, you will never use that in your life. No, no, no. I mean for my job. Oh, oh. Well, I mean. You so you will use it medicine. In your life. But anyway, all right. Um, do you want to give us a quick distinction as to why you're an app developer and not a coder? What's What's the difference? Well, in- I mean, I I am a coder. Yes, but what's the main difference between running just a straight-up program and running an app? Do you type ones and zeros all day? Yes. That's what I, that's what I <laughs> see My happening. keyboard is actually just, just two, two <laughs> huge buttons. <laughs> and I just do That would be one. the best keyboard ever. <laughs> <laughs> one zero, and it's actually more productive. <laughs> it would be, whoa, it'd be like the most technologically advanced bongos of all time. <laughs> it's more like just a switch you keep flicking back and forth. You just gotta do it in time. It's like a Tar Heel, basically. I want to code like that now. I want to learn machine language. Okay, so basically, the you know machine language isn't the same as binary. Whatever. I'm <laughs> okay, well, let's just... I'm going to step know what over that doing. conversation. Because I think that... 10.4%. Because I don't think anyone in this room is ready for that conversation. I am. So, I am an app developer. Mostly I went into this because the opportunity was right. So the biggest thing is you learn different programming languages. So I write in Java, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've all had to update probably twice <laughs> in the past week. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, that. it's got to fix the many times it's crashed. You right. Know? <laughs> and, well, and the funny thing is, like, people complain a lot about Java, but I just watched this, like, funny video clip about it, and it was called, like, Java Apocalypse, <laughs> And it was, like, the world without Java. And in the thing, they were like, so so the president yeah, hit a button to cancel Java because everyone was sick of the updates, and then everything broke. Because <laughs> that's why they have to update so much, is because so many different things run Java that there's infinite things that could go wrong. So, I mean, the company really does a good job. It just gets a lot of flack because it's running on everything. Right. Yeah. But like the, Windows in general, and how people complain when the new OS comes out. Right. Well, they're... Okay. I don't know if I've ever complained when a new OS, well, OS comes out. Every I'm not, other... I mostly just yeah, complain when things don't that. work. Yeah. When they're ten years old. I have a lot of Whatever. comments about that, but that's definitely <laughs> for a different podcast. So, I write in Java, and there's probably someone already who, in the amount of time that I said that the first time and now, has thought... I write in Java and I write normal programs for normal things. <laughs> and if they actually said that, they definitely wouldn't be a programmer because I don't know if I've ever heard someone say they write normal programs. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you what a normal program was. Yeah, I was about but, to say, like, good but you wholesome can write, programs for the family. 
a lot of people know that Minecraft was written in Java. <laughs> Which was so, so, so a mistake. Yeah, well, I mean, there are a lot of things that were cool things that he does in there that probably are better because of Java. But he kind of did it just to prove that he could because everyone's like, you can't write a game in Java. Because Java's visual library is very not supposed to happen. Yeah. And then it became a billionaire. So yeah. it all so, worked out. Java works. So you can you can use Java for anything. And then iPhone apps are written in Objective-C, which is just Apple's proprietary programming language. So that's what you write all Apple things. And is that similar to, like, I'm talking about things I have no knowledge of here, but is that similar to a C++ or something? Yes. It's just their proprietary version. Yes. It's based on C, which C++ is, the joke is that plus plus in a line of code would iterate something. So if your variable is 4 and you plus plus it, it would make it 5 anytime it hits that line of code. And then next time it hits it, it would make it 6 and so on. So C++ was funny because it was the next version, the better version of C. And Objective-C is very so similar. Deep. Yes, and Objective-C is very similar to C++ and C. And so you could write different things in there, but it's mostly the way that you write. And as I talked at the beginning, system resources, that's really what you have to keep in mind. So I And that's write, true for phones or desktops or laptops or anything. Anything that's using kind of, power, right? Kind of, except there are some programs that write and don't really keep that in mind, and you won't really notice it as much on a computer because you're you have so much more to work with. Right. Like, I could open up... There are tons of people who run Google Chrome right now, and Google Chrome right now has serious memory leaking issues. But you're not going to notice that unless you have 16 gigs of RAM or more anyway. Right. <laughs> and even if you do, it's not really hurting anything unless you're running multiple monitors and, like, 10 extra programs, which... There are very few people. And you got forty-two who do that. tabs open. You're also running Photoshop, right? Yeah. So Nick, basically, and Tony, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Nick, Tony, and myself. Yeah. So on a phone, though, you always have to worry about that. So because they've got to fit it into such a small package, right? So there's less Especially in like Android 1.6 is what I first started programming on. You're really on a 1.6 kick this weekend, aren't you? Because you were talking about that the other night on the way home. Yeah. And was that Apple Pie or what was one? That was... What dessert was it? Let's think. That was like... I don't know. Someone, that was like the first one. Tasty cake. Think of like... It would original, be with an A. Original Android. What? Because they go alphabetically. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. Did you just learn that? Yeah. Do you yeah. have... You're God. the one with the primary Android phone. You didn't know it was alphabetic dessert. I don't know if they started at Gingerbread. A, ice cream sandwich. With jelly bean. Yeah. Anything? Uh, Wait, No. But Android one, Android Ginger, one point wait, oh wasn't the H? I started where's on the, the first H? one. I was started on the first one that was named after a food. Okay, so they they didn't originally start with that because huh. it was Android one and then like Android one point two. But that might have been before Google bought it. Oh, that's right. I forget that they didn't even start that. No, Google purchased Android. Right, right, right. Well, so for how I'm, much? Just out of curiosity. I have no idea, but it was when $6. Android was nothing. So. Six dollars. Maybe like a million. It was a great idea. It was going places. Not like how much Tumblr is purchased by Yahoo for. Yeah, how much did that purchase go through for? What was it? Facebook offered something and they rejected it because it was too low. And then Microsoft offered something and because you know what would Microsoft do? With I think it was two billion. And Yahoo was like, "We'll sell our entire company just to buy you." No, Yahoo still has a lot of money. Surprisingly, they do. Yeah. It's surprising, but then you think about how much money they made. Like, they were the only person. They were the only company. They had no real competition for so long. That is They were true. just raking in everyone's well, plus money. Plus, they own everything. I mean, not everything, but they own a ton yes. of subsidiaries that yeah, do make money. Do. So, I mean, why you think... Why the same way you could, like, joke about America Online... They, they, it's not the only thing they do. They own plenty of stuff. Yes, right. I, I'm sure they, they're dead now, but I mean, like, for a long time, they own tons of stuff and tons of things that you probably use and didn't realize they had any connection to America Online at all. Like those discs that we throw and shoot. <laughs> they, they cornered the skeet market right there, you know. Um, An interesting 
comparison, similar similar thing is that Sony actually makes most of its money selling life insurance yep. in Japan. <laughs> That's where the majority of Sony's revenue stream comes from. Sony has actually had many, many times, actually a lot of times, has not been profitable in electronics. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the first three years of the PS3? Yeah. Yeah. So, and Microsoft, everyone's like, oh, well, why does Windows suck? They must make a ton of money on Windows. And they do make a good amount of money on Windows. But Microsoft is actually the largest cloud storage provider, I think, in the world. They, they provide more cloud storage than Google and Amazon. More than Google, really? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised, especially with all the Google stuff. Google mostly just has their own stuff. Yeah, well, think, yeah, of, think of all true. the corporations that have giant oh, true. cloud if you, servers. If you work I'd in the corporation work. aspect... Then My, yeah, Microsoft, yeah. under their like corporation resources, like they have all of their companies are categorized by things. They have like... It's somewhere between six and eight billion dollar companies under that alone. Mm-hmm. So that's when you're not even talking about their consumer markets. So a lot of times we forget that these companies have backbones yeah. that aren't anything to do with what we're enjoying. We're like, ah, oh, the PS4, it's so bad. And Sony's like, I don't care yeah. because I'm selling life insurance. <laughs> There's so much wrong with that sentence on so many different levels. First off, it's in English, which that's wrong. But no, Um, (laughs) that came off as oddly racist. Wasn't intended that way. Uh, Anyway, so so you're working on all these different apps and stuff. Looking at iOS seven, is there anything you know you talked about with the multitasking and stuff? But is there anything about it that particularly sticks out to you as either a major positive or negative in terms of any? And granted, I know you said you predominantly do uh, app development for Android, Mm -hmm. but is there anything that sticks out to you as extremely positive or negative? about the possibility of developing for iOS 7. Well, how iOS 7 looks and how you develop for it is very different. In iOS 7, the way it looks really has no bearing on me as a developer. You're talking about the actual just UI, the, the, the graphical right. user interface. The, the, you, you the user interface. Android for iPhone? Yes. yes. The user interface doesn't matter for me really at all. With this, Apple is also coming out with a new version of Xcode, which is their program that you program in. It's called an IDE, which I don't know what that stands for. Um, IDE is... uh, Interactive Development... Yeah, I've definitely heard it before, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't even know if any of those words are correct. Could be one of those things that used to stand for something it doesn't anymore, like SATs or something like that. Yeah. You know? Maybe. What does that stand for? It doesn't stand for It used for to stand for the Stanford Achievement Test, I believe, but it doesn't oh, stand yeah, for no, anything no, anymore. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, it is. Now I it just stands that. for the SAT. Um, so, a lot of programmers are really excited about iOS 7 because apparently it is much better to code for. I haven't watched a lot of the videos. When you say better, do you mean simpler? Do you mean faster? I mean, what, what is better? Less mean? annoying. So There's less pop, pop-ups or something? I'm <laughs> assuming that it's going to mean simpler. And all I know is I looked extensively at the new Xcode, which is going to make things a lot faster, which frustrates me to no end because iOS development is already a lot faster in some aspects than Android development. So it's the kid next door getting the cool new toy for Christmas that you wanted but didn't get anything close to. Correct. But Google just had <laughs> Google just had their thing, Google I.O., <laughs> and they announced that they're making their own IDE. So hopefully that will be awesome and make my job ten times faster. But at the same time... Because you, you know you don't already have a cushy enough job as You is. know what? You really want your job to be as terrible as possible in some ways because you want it to be a difficult market to enter. Oh, whenever yeah. whenever so it I see... saturated like so many other markets? Yeah. Correct. So the school near me is Cincinnati University, right? University, University of Cincinnati. <laughs> and I just realized that they offer now a certification for app development, which is terrible. <laughs> I hate certifications because one thing, it devalues my degree... Yep. It devalues my experience. And, and what do you mind saying what your degree is? Just my degree is just computer science. Okay. But I specialized in application development. So it does that, and then it tells companies, especially tech companies that are going to fall for this, that some kid who takes four classes, and I think it's only four or five classes, 
can do a programmer's job. And this goes back to Pierce's question, like, so what's different between programming and writing apps? Essentially nothing. It's just a different... It's like, even though I'm writing in Java, it's like I'm writing in a different language than Java. If you're a Java programmer, you could learn Android very easily because they're very similar. But if I was a C programmer, I could learn C++ easily because I'm a C programmer. So they're similar but you still need to know how to program, which you can't learn in four classes. Well, I, I guess it's analogous to what's the difference between knowing how to make food and being a chef. Well, the person who works at McDonald's, nothing against them, but they know how to make food. They know how to put ingredients Correct. together and it turns into a Big Mac. doesn't make them a chef, you know. But, it, but at the same time, though, like, and this is, this is, this is a whole different argument here, but it, it's the matter of also, you know, competency in general, like, or experience. You know, if someone's developing apps and they have no formal education, like, I even think about the example, and I don't know if this is a good example or not, I'm just, you know, wasting my breath, but uh, the story that was on Reddit about Steven Spielberg, you know, having to go back to film school and for a film competency submitting, um, you know, Schindler's List. Like, you know, just because you get you got a certification instead of getting the full degree doesn't necessarily mean you are worse the thing, you know, someone might just go for that because it's easier because they already have the experience, but they need the paperwork for it. Programming is a renowned field for not caring whether people have a degree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's results. It's all about results. And what I'm worried about for the industry as a whole is that people, instead of someone having results, because if you don't have a degree, it's assumed in programming... It's very interesting because even if you do have a degree, you usually have a resume and a portfolio, which is of your previous work. And if you don't have a degree, you might still just have a resume and a portfolio. It's just your portfolio is usually larger for how old you are and more extensive. Yeah, like I I have a game uh, dev friend who actually left school his senior year to just straight up work for Nintendo. And, you know, he has had no problems getting jobs. Like, now he's working for Disney kind of thing, where he's had no problems getting jobs because of that instant start with Nintendo and that portfolio that he was able right. to develop. So. so I have no problem with it. It's just, it even really fools the people, and I have tons of angst and anger towards <laughs> education in the U.S. in general. Yep. Yeah, this but is a whole different track of is These certifications are fooling people into thinking that they're ready for this job. Oh, you're, you're saying actually fooling the person with a certificate, fooling not the person, the person with the certificate, too. So yeah. it, they're going into this job, and the job is paying them the only resources that they have and saying, like, I want you to make this, and they're like, oh, I must be able to make that. And then they're both just wasting each other's time and money when if they went to more school, it'd be great, and they could learn how to do this. But it's just making it a very painful process for everyone. Probably more expensive in the long run. And more expensive. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not for certain individuals. I mean, like, the, one individual might make out better, but in general, right. you know, for the economy of that, that business and that, right. uh, that general thing, it's going to be more expensive. If we're going to step back to iOS, though, I think that it, iOS 7 looks great. Uh, a lot of that could be because I'm an Android guy. Some of the major features I wanted to point out for people who don't get to see it. I mean, you can Google it and it will walk you through a couple things. The slide screen now doesn't have a slide object, which I'm sure they'll keep the same. And now from the slide screen, you can slide up straight into a menu. And that's called the control panel, the control, not control panel. It's called the, the control deck, I think. Deck? Is it not? Maybe. Maybe? I don't know. It's I, called the one same... of my favorite things on this. Right. It's called the same yeah, thing right. that it is on a Mac, actually. Is it Launchpad? No, I thought it was Control something. I'm not sure. But if you're on a Mac and you press those weird series of buttons that gets you to that screen, <laughs> you where everything just do a is, motion on the trackpad. is hovering. Yeah. If you go on a trackpad and you, it's actually, if you take four fingers and spread them out, that will get you to the same thing that we're talking about on the iPhone. Since the weirdest euphemism ever, but yes, it's true. Um, and I forget, I want to say that's Launchpad, <laughs> but it, or com- Command something, I, I have a Mac, I should know this. Control but, Center, um, Command Center. Control Center might be it, actually. That, that sounds right. Um, but so, I, I love this. So you, you, you swipe up from the bottom, you get... You get straight to that. Your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, flashlight controls, your volume, your br- the screen brightness for me is huge. 
because um, I will calculator, change it over time. Ooh, and then your clock all can go straight from there. Calculator? And AirPlay. AirPlay, which I don't really use, but I love the idea of it. I just don't have the other stuff I would need to use it. Right. Like and then if you swipe to the... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you swipe to the right... <laughs> nothing. Swipe to the left. Swipe to the left. It gets you to your slightly less nothing screen. <laughs> gets you to lock screen, yeah. so you can enter in your you, passcode. Yeah, and then everything else looks pretty much the same. It's just a lot flatter, and all of their a lot of the app icons have been redesigned. Right, and all of their apps are redesigned. The camera looks almost exactly like Android, which is interesting. Copyright infringement. Now, Ooh, doubtful, but... Yeah, they're going to give all their money back from the Samsung. I'm going to hold up just, just for Jordan, forth for a while. who hasn't maybe seen, and you can see how similar it looks. So what they did at the bottom is on an iPhone, it used to be not see-through, and now it's transparent on the bottom and just has a circle button. Oh, we got, we got like three go. phones in a row here. Uh, this is this is iOS 5. There's a mosquito on your screen. That was a fuzzy. Oh, <laughs> So you can see how much they've changed it. Yeah. It really looks very similar. The button layout seems to be pretty similar, though, to what it used to be, which is nice. Right. But Um, some of that is also because, I mean, you have to keep your button layout the same or everyone gets confused. confused. Right, right. So I like all of it. It's just very similar to a lot of things on Android. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And it's not because I'm an Android fanboy, but it's because I think that when you have a good user interface element, oh, everybody's going it's to a good user yeah. interface element. A lot, and of, it goes both ways between them and Windows and anybody who's making phones. Right. If you see something that works, you do that. You have to code it yourself so it's not infringing. Right. But you know, it's the it's best the example stuff. is pinch and zoom. Yeah. Four things. Pinch and zoom. One person came up with that, or a company came up with that. And then next thing you know, everyone's using it. Why? Because it is the best idea yeah. for navigating that way. Oh, on this type of screen for this on, type of environment. Yeah, absolutely. On a touch screen where you have a limited screen. But the thing is, it's so, n- it's so natural. Like, I can't imagine what else would have been. Right. Like, if you can be the person to come up with a thing that's better than it, you will make millions of dollars. As long as I you want patent millions it. of dollars. I mean, we would have... Unless Thomas Edison steals it from me. Well, that's doubtful because he's dead, but the ghost is still a possibility. I mean, <laughs> that's a whole other episode in itself, is, is patents and how they work. Because <laughs> you meant his ghost. I was like, oh. <laughs> Thomas Edison's ghost. He, he hunts down ghost elephants. It's crazy. Um, here's your phone back, Kevin. Thanks. But I mean, we, uh, that's a whole other episode, is uh, patents and just the misconceptions people have about them how they actually work, what they're intended to do. How they screwed Tesla over. Um, all kinds of different stuff. Because it is actually very interesting, and in a lot of ways counterintuitive to what people would assume. Um, and I do know somewhat somewhat more than the average person about patents. I'm by no means an expert. I've taken you know, a class or two with them. I'm more of a copyright and trademark guy. Jordan is an expert. Um, not on patents. Patents are a very specialized industry. But it, it, is, it is fascinating. So, I mean... UI-wise, it's, it's very similar, but just graphical tweaks. It makes it look a little bit more Android. The color balance has changed a little bit in terms of what the dominant colors are of the OS. That was a, little, a thing that bothers me a little bit. Um, but I, already in seeing that you changed your wallpaper on yours and it changed that considerably makes me yes. very happy. Because the one they, that one that Apple showed at WWDC was very white and, again, that kind of cheap plastic toy feel where it's like, I've got a black phone with a black case. That's going to look really strange on a 25-year-old man. I don't want my first phone. But it looks like a lot of that does change the moment you change the wallpaper and it adapts to what you give it, basically, which is very nice. Yeah, and what a lot of people are likening it to what was shown at uh, WWDC is that they're likening it to when Apple made the iMac that was like their rainbow... Yeah, I remember those. Power power. Powerbooks. Powerbooks and... iMac. uh, iMac, yeah. Yeah, the first eye thing, right? Wasn't that the first eye device? For yeah, maybe. And the original like case for it was very bright and colorful, and very strange. Yeah, but sold like gangbusters for right. a couple years at least, you know. Right, but every, they're kind of like swinging back to that, and not a lot of people like the idea of swinging back to that. But, but at least this is software, and even within the software, you can change that quite a bit to look right. less my first computer, um, which, which I like. I mean. The, the the new stuff with Safari looks very cool. Um, it, it kind of similar to what the Google Chrome app does on yes. iOS, but I, I like the presentation better with how you actually see the the tabs. 
yeah. with them being vertical and angled. Well, not directly, but they're kind of diagonal. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the new uh, multitasking, um, I forget what that's called, but where you double tap the home button and it brings up. I love the presentation of that and the functionality of it way better than what's currently on In dismissing Apple. those apps, like to stop them from running. Where you just swipe up. Happens exactly how it happens on Android, except on Android you swipe to the side and everything scrolls uh, vertically, and in iOS, everything scrolls horizontally, and you swipe up to dismiss it. Um, what else, what other new stuff have they added in seven? Uh, they they re everything else is just them remasking and changing like they did, did away with a lot of skeuomorphism, um, which is a fun word to basically describe anything. New that is designed to look old, like if you had a brand new Sirius XM radio that looked like a 1940s wooden radio, or how if you have an if you have an iPhone right now in your hand or a iTouch or I, anything, I do. Open up the Notes app and look at the notes. It looks like a piece of paper, a yellow lined paper, for no yeah. reason except to be a visual clue to people who are older than 40 that hey, this is something you put notes on because it looks like something you put notes on right. 40 years ago. And well, it's the same reason that save on the on the windows is still a floppy, floppy disk, yeah. <laughs> um, which, which people probably don't understand. Which kids will have no idea why that thing is what, what it is. I mean, it looks even more like a four and a half inch floppy than it does a, a smaller floppy from right. when we grew up. But they did away with a lot of that, or pretty much all of the skeuomorphism as far as I know, right. which I'm very happy with. Especially, I mean, they did it with the podcast app a couple months ago. Because that was a mess, and now it's much better. But but it's much better now, because they they fixed it. They really did. Um, And they got away with a weird reel-to-reel tape thing in the background. Like, what was the point of that? Um, Yes, I know Steve Jobs loved it. Another guy who used to work there loved it, but... Uh, but one Steve of Jobs loved the one-click mouse, and that was a terrible idea, and he made them stick to that for forever. Yeah, but you can double-click. I mean, you can left-click on those, so... You can now. Yeah, true. Um, for up until, like... Oh, I, I, I don't remember when it was. It's, Sometime uh, it's, in the 90s, he refused yeah. to let you be able to have more th- than one click because Steve Jobs insisted that it should be so simple that you shouldn't have more than one click. And then everyone got frustrated because they would go on Windows and you could right-click to get to s- menus and on a <laughs> Mac you had to hold control. Because if there's, noth- if there's one thing you're never at a loss for on a PC, it is menus. <laughs> Everywhere you look, menus. menus a lot all, of double that, menus yeah, all the way. A lot of that was because people got so used to it and everyone wanted menus. And then so menus giving everywhere. them what they wanted and then everyone just Until got frustrated and they Windows were like, 8. why are there so many menus? Yeah. Why are so- and now Windows 8, no menus. <laughs> well, now we're about 8.1. We've got a few back. Blue. It's called Windows Blue. <laughs> because if there's one color Microsoft should want to distance themselves from but aren't, it's blue. They're reinventing um, blue. They're reinventing blue. That's they're how, taking it back. That sounds like an Apple thing to say. That sounds like That's something you'd hear at an yeah. Apple developer. I can't conference. take it seriously after uh, the April Fool's Day joke that I think was a Gmail, Gmail blue. blue. <laughs> Which I'm brown. Brown was a disaster. <laughs> um, I've got to say, I, I think we're probably getting close to the end of this episode in particular, but I love, because I did watch the whole WWDC, that's the, world, that's the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference. I watched that video. I did love, and this is switching over to desktops and laptops, their joke when they announced, and this goes back to what you were saying, Pierce, about not understanding that App, or Android was going alphabetically with their builds. But they forgot um, H. Who uses H, really? Hot sauce. <laughs> Helium. Um, Hippos. Hippos can be a delicate. When they announced that they were going, when when they when they came, I forgot who who was it was it Ives or whoever came up on on stage and was like, "Well, we're we're here to announce the newest version of our desktop." It was not Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, well, there's several people up there, and they all did a pretty good job. But we, we're here to introduce the next iteration of our desktop OS, right. and we've run into pretty much the most embarrassing problem you could have as an OS developer. We've run out of big cat names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I, my delivery is terrible. I don't remember the exact wording, but right. I did get a good chuckle out of that. And now they're changing over to Maverick, which I'm like. Yes, they're um, going to name it after things in California. Yeah, which hey, makes sense. Which just as good as anything else makes sense. But now they're. I don't know if you've seen their new video, their, their new, new advertisement, the one that came out at WWDC, which is like California, California, California. Didn't see that. We're one. better than you. Buy a Mac. <laughs> that is an excellent summary of it. I just can't wait for the operating system, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Love Child. That's going to be the, the best <laughs> California landmark that I can choose. It was just very interesting and seemed a little bit pompous, 
Which I'm sure they didn't mean it that way, but it still seemed popular. But, but also, you take out the word California and put in New Jersey, and that's the mindset of 90% of the people in this state. So, you know. Right, but you just don't want to exclude your market like that. Well, New Jersey does, but uh, <laughs> they're not making They don't care. Stuff. Anything else you want to add before we round out this episode? I mean, we've been all over the map in terms of app development, coding, the names no. of operating well, systems. Uh, I mean, the one thing that I tell everyone is that even though I said it, you can't learn how to program in four classes, everyone really should learn how to program because we make only, I think it's still like 10 or 15% of the amount of programmers we are producing in the U.S. that we need. So we're get it, we have to get these 85% from somewhere else. And I mean, the joke used to always be, let's just get people from other countries to do that. But... The joke's on you since the average programmer in India makes like $50,000 now, mm-hmm. which is far above the U.S. average. If, so, if you want job security in this country right now, can't really name too many jobs better than something that involves coding. If you know how to do that right, and do it well, and not even just well, just decently Competently. enough. Right. Competently, yeah, that's the word I'm going for. If you're willing to put for, in the 40 you know, hours a week, you can make well over the minimum salary in the US and you'll be you'll be fine. And, and there's always going to be some demand for And you can just right. stick around and say your 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 uh code is compiling and then you just get to do whatever you want for Well, a while. I mean less so now since computers are much faster. <laughs> Things compile quite quickly. I have 6 core i7 on all of the computers at my work. So I'm just scanning hey, and digitizing and all the core code. Less is hexacore. Hey, my my computer actually has no GPU though. Really? I don't, I don't know why. They actually took mine out and gave it to someone who does something graphically oriented. <laughs> I was like, thanks, guys. I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> oh, I can't run my car. Yeah, so that's my one thing, is that you can learn, and there's a lot of free ways to learn. One of the best ones is codeacademy.org.com. I don't know. Google Code Academy. Learn to program. It's such a great thing, and it actually the way of thinking that it enhances can really help any job. Does it zoom as well? Hmm? Does it both zoom and enhance? Yes. Enhance? I thought you were saying, can you do it for the zoom? I'm all like, please, someone do something for the zoom. Pierce still... I thought he was saying, can you do it for the Motorola zoom? <laughs> <laughs> I think this point needs to be made because we've never said it on the show before. Pierce owns and has owned several and us- utilizes the zoom. And I think that's all that needs to be said in this episode. So until next time, I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce from Jersey. I'm Kevin from Jersey. And I'm Cheney from the Nasty Natty. And? And my new wife. And uh, have a good week. And dude, you're getting a podcast. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at Jordan at LegionofDudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at LegionofDudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan FRM Jersey. Waka, I almost got waka, really waka, upset waka. with you on the Superman episode because I thought you took out the baby penis part. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, I'm upset because that was freaking hilarious. And then I, and then I like, waited to the end. I was like, this is it. This is it. And this it happened. I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Did you guys watch that movie yet? No. There, there was, I actually there was a, have there was listened a lot to your guys' podcasts about the movies before I've watched every movie that you guys have done. <laughs> yeah, we need to be better about spoilers, apparently. And and Doctor Who, I had not seen, except for the first episode. <laughs> that episode had to be the most confusing thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Pierce gave me that shout-out. And for, you were like, and for anyone who's, for whatever reason, listening to this, whether you're bored, Pierce is like, or Chaney, and I was like, <laughs> that's, that's me! Chaney. That's me, I'm listening to it. <laughs>